Wouldn't it be nice to uh, buy things from someone who didn't despise you? <laughs> I would like that. Isn't that kind of an yeah. interesting concept? You walk into the store and they're like, oh, I hate them. <laughs> right. You don't. I'd like somebody to go, hi, I don't. I'm neutral on you. Yeah. Just neutral. <laughs> that's neutral. all. That's uh, all you I don't need. have to love me. Just be neutral. Yeah. Yeah. That's all be I need. Nice. And uh, Grip6 does more than that because they love this country. And not a lot of companies can say that anymore. That used to be something that everybody led with. You know, yeah, we love this country. This is, you know, we're a great American company. Now they run from that like the plague. Please look past that we're made in the USA. Yeah, we really (laughs) would rather be made in China. We're trying to get we're trying to get our factories moved right now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. don't hold it again. Grip6.com slash stew is the place to go. It's a small company in Utah. They sell all over the world, but they source everything right here in America. They love this country. They've got great belts. They've got awesome wallets, uh, great socks as well. You can customize them. They're really cool looking and and they got great options for you. Plus, they love this country. Grip6.com slash stew. Use the code stew and save 15%. Grip, the number six, dot com slash stew. Get 15% off today. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Gee, it's almost as if nothing is going on of importance. The FBI searched Trump's Mar-a-Lago home yesterday. This is unheard of. We don't do this. Uh, You might know, I talked to Mike Lee about, what, six years ago when we were going through the Hillary, you know, emails on her server. And I'm like, why is she not going to jail? Why are we not prosecuting? And he said, in America, we have made the choice that we don't want to be a banana republic. And we just don't want to start down that road because that's the way Russia does it. That's the way banana republics do it. We have now a weaponized government, a weaponized IRS, soon to be weaponized. It's already been somewhat, but I don't think you've seen anything like what's coming. And now the FBI weaponized against the, I guess, enemies of the state as dictated by a political party. They better come out of Mar-a-Lago with something huge, huge. As I said before, I would have said this with Hillary Clinton. You better come out with Vince Foster's body and the pictures of you killing him in the park. If that's what you're going to do, send the FBI in for a raid like this. This is un-American. We don't do this. Now, I reserve judgment. Maybe he's got heads in his refrigerator. I highly doubt it. I wanted to get a legal expert from a man who I can trust to speak his mind. He is the author of The Price of Principle, which is one of the best titles I've ever heard. 
The Price of Principal, Alan Dershowitz in 60. When you're looking to buy or sell a house, it's easy just to kind of pick the real estate agent out of a hat or even worse, go with somebody you might know personally just because they're you know moonlighting as a real estate agent. Here's the thing. You don't want somebody that is halfway. You want somebody who's going to who's going to do the best, been in the business, has the experience. This is the largest investment you may ever make. What you need is to contact realestateagentsitrust.com. This is my company. It pairs you with a, <clears throat> excuse me, top-selling real estate agent in your area and the area you're moving to. Uh, whether you're moving across town or across the country, the agents we work for will not only get you started on the right foot, they will see the whole process through to the end. Don't take my word for it. Do your own homework. Oh, by the way, it is kind of an added benefit. If you say, is this the master bedroom? They're not going to freak out and call the PC cops on you. If you say, is this the principal bedroom? They're not going to freak out either. Yeah, they're just going to sell your house and help you buy a new one. Crazy, isn't it? Realestateagentsitrust.com. Professor Alan Dershowitz, uh, back on the program. Uh, Alan... You were one of the first people I thought of when I heard what was going on because I knew you would have an opinion and it would force me to either rethink mine or to uh, shore mine my opinion up. Um, yep. Tell me about the raid on Donald Trump. Well, first of all, you know, I have more experience under the Fourth Amendment than probably uh, any academic in America. Uh, I understand the Fourth Amendment. I've written books about it. I've litigated dozens of cases on, on the Fourth Amendment. And I'm a liberal Democrat who voted for Biden and against Trump. But this raid is absolutely outrageous and unconstitutional. Uh, you don't engage in a raid on a house unless you've exhausted all other possibilities. And the most obvious recourse here was a subpoena, a subpoena to the president saying there are 25 boxes in your house. There's a safe. Uh, we would like you to bring them all to the court tomorrow morning before you have a chance to leave where you are in the Northeast and come there and destroy anything. And we will then submit it to a judge and lawyers can argue some of it was unclassified, some of it was uh, unclassified by the president, some was never classified. Some may be so classified that even the FBI shouldn't have access uh, to it. Some may be privileged, lawyer-client executive privilege. This is exactly the kind of thing that needs a document-by-document -document analysis by a judge not the FBI coming in and sweeping everything together, breaking into a safe. It reminds me of the Geraldo Rivera fiasco <laughs> when he broke into the safe of one of the big gangsters, uh, Capone or somebody, yeah. and nothing was in there. Nothing was in there. Um, you know, you must have a single standard of justice. I'm a friend of both Sandy Berger, uh, who was the former national security advisor, the late Sandy Berger, and a friend of Hillary Clinton. What they were accused of was exactly comparable and there were no searches of their houses people who have been found guilty of taking classified material improperly have been given fines i don't think there's ever been a search like this based on the allegations made in this case now don't rush to judgment maybe there is something there uh right now the burden of proof is heavily 
on the Justice Department and the FBI to justify what they have done. Absent a justification, most Americans will not believe this was necessary. And they're going to come back and say, oh, we can't discuss it. Ongoing investigation, classified material, nonsense. Appoint a special master uh, who has security clearance, who can objectively look through this thing, or else appoint a congressional committee, a real committee, not like January 6th, which includes, you know, 40 percent Republicans, 60 percent Democrats. Have them look at this in a classified manner. But we Do- cannot accept either silence or a claim that privilege somehow or confidentiality requires silence. Um, But do we even know the chain of command now? I mean, how safe is it? First of all, Alan, we had Hillary Clinton having some of her staff cut top secret off the top of documents in a skiff, send them to her server at her house, and we didn't go through this. What could possibly be in these documents that are so vital that it 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 warrants this compared to what Hillary Clinton did or compared to what a subpoena would have uh, produced. We don't know what's in there. Maybe there is some smoking gun again. He wasn't even on the premises. He couldn't have destroyed the information. All they had to do is issue a subpoena returnable this morning at nine o'clock. There would have been no possibility of destroying evidence. And by the way, if anyone, President Trump or anyone else, ordered the destruction of evidence, that's Nixon time. That's impeachment. That's criminal prosecution. That's a serious crime. Destroying subpoenaed material. If, uh, you know, uh, that's what the law is there for, to prevent that. And does anybody believe that Donald Trump would have taken a chance to destroy material. He didn't know whether there were copies of the material or uh, other evidence that it might be destroyed. This is a pretext, a pretext. There's no way that the Justice Department actually believed that President Trump would destroy the documents. Now, people say, oh, but a judge approved of the search warrant. Let me tell you, with almost 60 years of experience as a criminal, I've never heard of a judge ever turning down a search warrant, ever. They give out search warrants more easily than Halloween candy. And mm. so that's not a safeguard at all. Uh, who was the judge? Do we know who did this? No, do we know anything no, we about don't them? know anything? No, we, we haven't seen the document. Look, there is a search warrant in existence. We should see it. There is an affidavit in support of the search warrant. We know what happened when there was the search warrant for the FISA court. It turned out to be fake. It turned out to be filled with lies. By the FBI. Yeah. Well, you know, I I love the FBI. I've worked with the FBI. Uh, I have worked with former directors of the FBI. It's a great organization. I don't know what the chain of command is. The White House has denied knowing about the raid, which is quite surprising. Obviously, the attorney general, who I also know, a former student at Harvard Law School, I think very highly of him. I supported him for the Supreme Court. He obviously had to approve this raid. What was he thinking? Let him tell us. Maybe he's right. Maybe he did the right thing. I want to know that. Americans have a right to know that because 
We all now know if you can do this to a former president, you can do it to Glenn Beck, you can do it to Alan Dershowitz, you can do it to all of your listeners. And this has to be justified or else it has to be undone. Can you could you speak directly as if I were a person that voted for Biden and I despise Donald Trump? And I think he's guilty of everything that and he just can't be president anymore. Why is this so important that we correct? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm talking to you from Martha's Vineyard where nobody in Chilmark speaks to me anymore. Recently, I was invited to a big event, a, 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 a celebration of somebody's engagement. I got a letter this morning saying, we have been told not to invite you because if we invite you, nobody else will come. Oh, my and gosh. Our social reputations will be destroyed. I had another event, a concert, where a good friend of mine said, if I invited you, I'd be committing social suicide. I tell all these stories, naming names, in my book, The Price of Principle, because the price of principle is all about what happens to Americans today when they try to be neutral, try to be principled, try to be objective, and don't pick sides. And so I would hope that people who hate Trump, who voted for Biden, I voted for Biden, are just as upset at what happened here as people who are Trump uh, uh, supporters. Now, look, there are three groups of people. There are the Lawrence tribes, uh, for whom, if you're after Trump, everything's okay. Constitution be damned. Constitution was written for the Democratic Party. There's no objective status. Okay, that's one group of, of people. The other group of people are so s- supportive of Trump that nothing done against him can ever be justified. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of Americans want to see justice, whether they voted for or against the candidate. And that's what we're not seeing here today. And so I urge all of my fellow Democrats to object to this. We're the ones who can really have an influence on this administration because we're not Trump supporters. We're justice supporters. We believe in the Constitution. And that's where the pressure has to come. Would you agree that the FBI has been weaponized? I think that there are elements within the FBI that have been weaponized. I do think that. Uh, Look, it happened during the McCarthy period as well. And uh, it was wrong then, and it's wrong now. The FBI should be. Look, the head of the FBI is is not a liberal Democrat. He's, you know, nonpartisan. And I don't know whether he has deliberately done these things. But remember, the FBI works for the Justice Department. They are part of the Justice Department. And so, uh, you know, there's an old story um, where the attorney general of the United States during the Second World War tried to get into the building late and the building was restricted. And uh, he said to the guard, I am the attorney general of the United States. And the guard said, I don't care if you're Jade Hoover himself, you can't get in here. Uh, but that was wrong. Jade will work for the attorney general of the United States. And so so does the director of the FBI work for the Justice Department. Uh, is your book out yet? I haven't read it yet, Alan. I'm it sorry is. to say that. It, it is. is. And it's doing very well Good. on Amazon. And please uh, buy it and review it because it's all about what's going on now. It's all about, it starts out with the phrase that 
partisanship has trumped principle. Yes. And that we no longer live in a nation governed by principles. We live in a nation mm. governed by partisanship divisions. And, you know, as Abraham Lincoln said, a nation divided itself against itself cannot stand. That's the nation we're living in today. I will read it. Um, the price of principle. Um, you are paying a very high price for that, as are others. Um, but thank you for having yeah, them and sticking skin. to them. Sir. I have a thick skin. I have a thick skin. I can bear the cost. But when the people of my island, Martha's Vineyard, are not allowed to hear me speak at the Chilmark Library, when I've been banned by a public library because I defended President Trump, then it goes beyond any parties or social convenience or social inconvenience. People have the right to disinvite me if they don't like my politics. They're wrong to do it, but they have the right to do it. But they have no right to prevent a library from allowing me to speak, which is what's happened. I hate to say this, but welcome to the club. <laughs> Thanks so much, Alan Dershowitz. Thank you. Uh, you bet. Uh, the author of The Price of Principle. So he, got, he didn't get more invites to one event, but he got invited to a new club. Yes, he so, did. Oh, there's an upside. It's not a club. He, no, no, I don't think it really oh, okay. is. <laughs> so yesterday we got uh, Damon in, the, the new German Shepherd. He is really sweet. A little spicy. A little spicy. Uh, a little spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Just Uno, we, we got to keep them apart, I guess, for like at least four weeks. Uh, they have to get to kind of know each other before they're off the chains. Uh, and uh, Uno is just like, what is he doing here? I don't, I don't recognize him. He was a visitor yesterday. Why is he sleeping over? We don't have sleepovers with dogs. Um, so we have to feed them separately now and everything else. We'll we'll see how things work out. But they seem to like each other a lot. He's just a little spicy and and uh uno's a little old but yesterday they both got an extra you know help uh, healthy uh scoop of rough greens in their food rough greens is something that you put on your food it is really really good chock full of vitamins minerals probiotics antioxidants you name it if it's healthy for your dog it's probably in rough greens Get it now, roughgreens.com slash Beck. You'll get a free trial bag right now. All you pay for is shipping. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Call today. 10 seconds, Station ID. Remember, the idea is top-down, bottom-up, inside-out. These are the times. Is it amazing that I just told you yesterday, I feel like the seasons have changed again, and we're about to head into even a faster decline? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for doing that. I think it's your fault. Yeah, right. You're the one calling for it. Yeah. It's, I, look, this is... You, want, you worry about this because it seems like there's no principle governing this stuff anymore. We're no longer in a society where these rules and norms apply, you know, uh, you know, for all the stuff they said about Donald Trump and for all the times he was on stage saying lock her up and all these things that the left constantly complained about, I might Mm -hmm. remind you, um, he never did any of that stuff. Right. He didn't do it. Right. Right. Now. They're doing it, and the same people who are so opposed to the chance on are, stage are cheering. are cheering it on with every fiber of their being. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, listen, I, I, I want to say something that you may not like. 
but I'm not here really for you to like me. I mean, my my company would say, yes, Glenn, that is the point. But I have to tell you the truth. Um, please, let me ask you, if you have a, you know, piss on all liberals <laughs> bumper stickers or uh, an F Joe Biden, anything like that, um, that is really divisive. I ask you to take that off, symbolically take that off your car to symbolically remind you in your mind uh, that you want to be a peacemaker and not somebody who is, is stirring things up. Because if we want the other side to eventually come over, which we're hoping that Democrats will see what's going on, and look, you're not going to feel this. You're going, to, you're going to feel this in your own community. You're not going to feel this on Twitter or social media because that's a distortion of us. That is a funhouse mirror. So you're not going to feel it. And every time you go on social media, you're going to get more and more pissed off. So stop it. Stop it. Do everything you can to foster peace in your every time you want to pick up uh, pick up social media and you want to read, you want to read comments, uh, pick something else up. I don't care if it's Charlotte's web. I would recommend, uh, you know, the scriptures, but I don't care if it's Charlotte's web, something that will turn the heat down in you. We have to be logical, reasonable, loving, and active voters. This does not mean that you, you sit down and shut up. It just means now is the time to behave differently. If anyone does anything stupid, and remember we're in a country of 350 million, the odds of that are pretty good. If anybody does anything stupid, it will change our nation and, and could collapse our nation and we lose this freedom and American experience forever. Do everything you can to turn down the heat that does not mean you don't speak out about what's going on. It's wrong. There are many reasons why it's wrong. I'll wait to see the evidence. If not, I'm waiting for them to explain themselves. And they will explain themselves come November. The Glenn Back Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So we're living in a time where people in charge are desperately, you know, just shoveling gasoline-soaked dollar bills into a forest fire to put it out. You can see the effects. People all over the country are feeling hurt, all over the world. And they're starting to lose whatever financial progress they made while just trying to survive. How about you? We can all be part of the problem or we can be part of the solution. And the best thing you can do is prepare yourself. Take a close look at all of the options that you have to try to get out of those high interest credit cards. These are, we have to be as financially free as we can. It's a phone call that you're going to make to American Financing today will take 10 minutes. That's it. They're honest. They work for you, not the banks. And they'll give you options on what you can do to secure your financial future and pay some of this stuff off and get a lower monthly payment. I want you to call 
American Financing now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Subscribe to Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription. Thomas Massey next. We have an out-of-control federal government. This is what happens when you don't follow the Constitution and respect state rights. My comments um, that uh, I uh, felt uh, very powerfully uh, compelled to share with you coming up in uh, just a few minutes. I I did want to bring on Thomas Massey. Uh, We were going to talk about the, (laughs) the IRS and the weaponization of the IRS uh, you know, or, or perhaps he's big on what the ATF is doing now with guns uh, and how that that's been weaponized or how the Department of Ed is also now been weaponized against our families. But I thought we would t- today instead just talk about the weaponization of the DOJ with what happened yesterday. Thomas Massey, welcome. Thanks, Glenn. It's it's a new day. It's a different era. I feel like we're in a third world dictatorship or a banana republic uh i have to tell you um it it is uh, i said to my family last night uh i think this is the beginning of the end or a new beginning it's one of the two but we're we're now here if we depending on what we do from here we'll uh decide whether the republic survives would you agree with that i would agree and and Joe Biden can't hide in the basement on this. Look, the, the the left sort of fantasizes, and the right was guilty of this, I think, for a while until they woke up, that the DOJ is some independent fourth branch of government. The attorney general is the head of the DOJ. He works for the president. There's not a fourth branch of government. If it did exist, it would be unconstitutional. You have to be able to get some recourse or redress at the ballot box if this executive branch agency you know goes rogue which it to me either they've gone rogue or uh you know biden's not owning up to everything he knows about this or maybe he's just got dementia and the people running the place aren't owning up i mean it's uh it's a remarkable statement that he wouldn't have been informed you don't this is this is the first time in american history this has happened uh, and you don't do this lightly. Even I, I mean, I mean, I'm Thomas. I'm a recovering alcoholic, uh, you know, radio rodeo guy. I mean, I know nothing. And I know you don't do this unless you're going to come out with a big bag of bodies. Really? You don't do this. That's right. You've got to, I've, I've racked my brain trying to think of what they could produce that would justify what they have done. If if this is if there's some minor document infraction here, the equivalent of the, of an overdue library book, this is off the charts crazy. Uh, and why can't you just send people? Why can't you just work through the lawyers on this? Right. You know, whenever they Subpoena. do a raid, whoever it is, when it's unannounced or surprise visit, it's usually for the drama of it. Mm-hmm. It's to start the prosecution in the public sphere. But they've been doing that only for five years now, six years. That's all they've been doing is trying him in public. There is no there is no trial because there are no facts on anything. 
this isn't about, you know, the first when I first heard about it, people were, you know, tweeting, oh, this is about January 6th. Then you find out, no, not about January 6th. It's about the Library of Congress. Oh, I'm sorry, the National Archives uh, wanting some documents back. Hold it. Uh, do you remember a server with emails? We didn't do this to Hillary Clinton and we didn't do it for a reason. And quite frankly, I don't necessarily agree with the reason, but there is a reason for not kicking down the door of your your political opponent. Um, very dangerous. Yeah, I was on the oversight committee when James Comey, who was the FBI director, testified there that this was OK, that Hillary Clinton had done this and made every excuse in the world for not recommending prosecution as if it were up to him to decide. But in any case, I remember all that very, very vividly. And now I'm on the Judiciary Committee. And that's, that's where this oversight, I believe, is going to be, unless they set up some special committee. And the DOJ has got some explaining to do on this one. So what are you, what's your day like today? I assume most stuff has gone out of the window. Can the GOP do anything about we, this we have a conference call in about an hour that was uh previously scheduled i'm sure the topic is has changed now to this i hope it has if they've got a clue um if they're listening to the news if they've got anything rattling around in their brain they've changed the topic of that phone call to this this is because it's a new day it's a new day for our country that's terrifying um it, I'm trying to find of an end, an end game for the Democrats on this, um, because my guess is, like everything else, uh, they have nothing. Um, but they're just going to use this as yet another log on the fire to insinuate and to make him look guilty. They're making him into a martyr, a symbol, which is much worse for them than just a Republican uh, you know, who says crazy things. They're making him into a symbol. Uh, and I'm trying to think the, o- the only end game that seems reasonable to me is that they, they are trying to provoke a response from the American people, a, a, some sort of a violent response, which would be horrendous. I cannot tell you if you're listening how horrible you know how horrible that would be i i i agree this this could be some part of a of a plan to change the outcome of the election that's coming up i say this is part of an insurrection that started in 2016 when donald trump won the election and it's an insurrection internal of the government to reject the the body is rejecting the body being the government rejected the leader for five years and it's gone on two more years since then because they're terrified that he he would come back well how 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 do you i mean the end game let's just say that they are just trying still just to try to get him um and and they they make it we make it without any kind of incident to november uh and this will only incentivize and charge people on the right to go out through the fires of hell to go out and vote for the Republicans. Um, how is how do you see this working out positively for the Democrats? How do they see that? 
I can't see it. And you're right. The the base will crawl through broken glass to vote in November because of this. But also, I think, I mean, I hope, you know, you've got some independents who. Oh, yeah. Who, you know, in a lot of elections, every everybody's got their base and there and it's a turnout game for that. But in the middle, there are people, believe it or not, who don't know which way they're going to vote in November. And I believe this could influence them to say, wait, this government is out of control. We don't do this in America. In 250 years, we've not done this. The, it, I, the IRS hiring 87,000 new agents, um, by the time you combine the old agents with the new agents, you're almost at the numbers of the American National Guard. That's frightening. You're, you're also at about the number of people they've kicked out of the military. They're trans, in my opinion, they're sort of transitioning from an outwardly focused military to an inwardly focused military in the executive branch. We just, in the Judiciary Committee, the Democrats passed a so-called assault weapons ban, but they call them weapons of war now. And they exempted from the ban 80-plus executive agencies. So I offered an amendment to take Department of Education and the USDA, the Department of Agriculture, off the list of, of agencies that can have these weapons of war. The Democrats, that's their word, weapons of war, not mine. And all the Democrats voted to make sure that the Department of Education and the U.S. Department of Agriculture can have these so-called weapons of war. Now, I'll add to that, by the way, IRS is one of those 80-plus agencies front and center, and they've, they bought almost a million dollars worth of uh, ammunition this year. But they are one of those agencies who can own these, quote, weapons of war. Now, the reality is they're not weapons of war. But the Democrats think they are, and they want their agencies to have them, and they want to increase their ranks by eighty-seven thousand in the in the IRS alone, and their budget is eighty billion dollars. They're going to shake down billionaires. You'd have to get a billion dollars out of eighty billionaires to make their budget make sense. They're going to go after people who are mowing grass and selling Tupperware to try and make ends meet. Is what they're going to do. This is all just part, and I think the destruction of Donald, Par- uh, Donald Trump is part of this. This seems, at least it plays out in my mind, as all Great Reset, ESG, you'll own nothing in seven years, and you'll like it. I mean, when, when you actually say that goal out loud, that by 2030, you'll own nothing and you'll like it, that people won't give their stuff up in seven years you have to impoverish them. That's right. And, and you know, I did the math for Secretary Buttigieg and our Transportation Committee and explained to him that the, in mathematical engineering terms that the grid can't handle their electric car goals that Biden signed an executive mm-hmm. order to meet. And what I came to realize, Glenn, they don't want you to drive an electric car. They don't want you to drive. I know. That's why they're unconcerned about the lack of capability of the grid to power all these electric cars. There's actually no plan for that. They would, I mean, the laptop class has no problem with this because they can stay at home as long as they can go on vacation on a jet plane. But for rural America, we have to get in a car and drive to work. This is going to be crippling. And, and the way they're trying to achieve it, some of them occasionally commit candor. Candor is, a, is, a, is an offense in Washington, D.C., but they occasionally commit candor, and they say they want $10 a gallon gasoline. Mm-hmm. 
I live in a small town of about 400 people and uh, in in the summer in Idaho at our ranch. It takes me 45 minutes to get to the grocery store. How will these electric cars work uh, for people who cannot afford them or we don't have the electricity? The entire center of the country breaks down. It does break down and you just can't afford them. I mean, look, I've got an electric car. I've had it for eight years, actually almost 10 years. Um, it wasn't cheap. I should have bought stock in the company instead of buying the car because now the car's <laughs> worth a third of what I paid, and I'd be multimillionaire if I'd bought stock instead of the car. But anyways, that, that notwithstanding, you can't force people into these decisions, and subsidizing $50,000 cars is not taking care of the middle class. That's, that's the joke about the, inf, I call it the Inflation Enhancement Act. They are doubling down on the Green New Deal. I know. Which is what has contributed to inflation in the transportation sector, mm-hmm. the energy sector, yep. the ESG, like you said. All of it. All of it. Um, one last question. Um, we're talking to uh, Thomas Massey uh, from Kentucky. Do you think that the action last night will finally be something that we could get the Republicans together and they can all go, we're dealing with a different kind of party here. This is not the Democratic Party. This is a Marxist reckless party. And uh, we are going to hold them uh, accountable for their actions. I would hope so. And here's how we do it. If, you, if the listeners want a roadmap, we're going to be we're not going to be in the White House, but we're going to be in the majority. And we write the spending bills and we have to defund yep. this activity. Yep. It's the yep. only lever we have. People say, well, if you do this, Joe Biden won't sign the bill. I guarantee you Joe Biden is going to sign the spending bill. Every president since the beginning of this country has signed the spending bill Congress sent them. It may you may shut down a week or two or even a month, but they eventually sign the bill. So there's one bill, and it should actually be separate bills. Yeah, there's there's supposed to be twelve separate bills, and that's right. what we should do. There's twelve bills the president will sign, whether it's part of an omnibus or or well, separately, and that's where we do our work. Congress November. Congress needs to take the purse strings back and uh, cut the funding uh, for. I would start with the IRS. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Thomas Massey. But in a close second would be the, uh, well, I just defund all of them. Anyway, Patriot Mobile, if the World's Economic Forum has anything to say about it, there is going to come a glorious day in the not-too-distant future when you don't have to pay a cell phone bill anymore. <laughs> Great. Well, I mean, you won't have a cell phone, but, you know, or anything else for that matter. But you'll like it. You'll like it. In the meantime, when you do have to pay that phone bill and you have a phone, uh, stop getting kicked in the teeth, getting kicked in the teeth with all of the additional fees and how expensive it is, but also getting kicked in the teeth because some part of your bill goes to leftist causes. If you're with one of the big mobile companies, not so with Patriot Mobile. I want you to check them out. I can't recommend them highly enough. I am on Patriot Mobile. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. I actually bought a phone just so I could be on Patriot Mobile because I believe in these people and what they're doing. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. 
Do you remember? Do you remember when we first, I think, went into Afghanistan, and we named it? It was a really great name for an operation, but it was like, you know, uh, Operation Crusade or something like that. It was something that uh, Muslims would have found offensive. And everybody went crazy. Don't say that. Don't say that. That'll just inflame the situation. So we didn't. We have a president who is telling us that the most dangerous terrorists are Trump supporters. And you just went in and and busted down the door of the house. You went in on a raid, which was unnecessary for apparently very little what president would think that was a good idea? No, no, no. Let me go to this. What attorney general wouldn't at least call the president and say, we're going to do this, but I want to give you a heads up because it's controversial. No one's ever done it before. I don't buy this story from them one bit, one iota. What's their end game? Other than to inflame the right. They want you to react. Do not. More in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program.